the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you. At 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Some guy built a motorcycle that has gold plating and a lot of chrome on it. $500,000. I don't get it. I don't get it. GoPro has hired a designer away from Apple. Shares are up 20%. That seems to be a little bit much, but it shows you that GoPro is trying to address some of their problems. Google wants to beam wireless internet to your home. They're trying to figure out a new wireless technology that would solve the last mile that's very similar to fiber, but wireless. Bank of America's income was down 13% in the quarter. And uh, you're talking about they pulled in about $2.7 billion in profits. Um, I was listening to Bernie Sanders yesterday, kind of attack Verizon. You know, there's some strikers, strikes going on on the East Coast. And you're like, this company makes a lot of money. The company, without a company like Verizon, they're the number three player of commercial investments um, of equipment in the United States. I want to be talking to you right now. Um, I think it's very, very easy to find companies to vilify and demonize, but the technical breakthroughs and the technology upgrades in our life, uh, a lot of companies wouldn't be around if they didn't have the internet. A lot of companies wouldn't be around if they didn't have wireless service to their phones. And for companies like Verizon to pull it off, it costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money, and they pay people a lot of money. It's really easy to go, they made billions of dollars. And banks, they're evil. But nothing in your life came to you free of charge. It all had to be financed. Um, what else is out there? Turns out ExxonMobil once was a company called Humble Oil. And since about 1957, they knew that carbon monoxide was going to become a problem uh, and change climate. That's one of those big stories out there that's kind of a, yeah, we kind of know that. Consumer prices were up a modest one-tenth of percent in March. Food costs rose as energy costs dropped. Chipotle's food crisis almost over, so says one analyst, John Ivanko. He thinks 
uh, Chipotle could extend store hours, introduce limited time offers, even offer drive through restaurants. He sees some opportunity. Home prices in San Francisco fell for the first time in four years. The share of offers on a property dropped about 77% from 94%, suggesting that some people just aren't crazy about competition. And that's worthy of note. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Tony Mendez. Joining me now, here. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk about paying off debt in order to get that loan done. Uh, what would stop a loan from getting approved with debt? A high debt ratio. Okay. Uh, Dodd-Frank uh, implemented qualified mortgage rules. Lenders are, are sticking to it. Um, you know, there are ways to go over it with better credit, better equity, but for the most part, 43% is what they call the back-end ratio. That's all of your debt combined with the new mortgage payment with your taxes and insurance. So uh, credit card debt, car payment debt, student loan debt, any debt that you have adds to that ratio on a monthly basis. And uh, there are lenders now that will allow you to pay off that debt part of a refinance in order to qualify for a loan. So, for example... Let's say you have a 50% ratio with all of your debt. You have a $20,000 credit card with a $500 payment on a monthly basis, and you have you know, 25% equity in your home. Well, you could simply refinance. Sometimes you might get a higher rate, hopefully keep the same or lower, and you can get a double benefit here. But for dollar for dollar, that $20,000 is usually $1 for every $3. So it's 60-something percent lower in payment. Yeah, you might pay interest over a period of time, but it allows you to save money and manage that debt and, and get that refinance done. This also works where, um, you know, with, with auto loans as well. Okay. I've seen people, I haven't seen anybody do student loans. That would be actually crazy. In some most cases, that, that payment is incredibly low compared to the, the debt balance. Some of them are. Some student debt, you know, if you're not. I have seen them creep up recently, yeah. uh, but I still wouldn't, I just don't, I just don't, I feel really uncomfortable unless you're talking to a CFP or a CPA, and that guy's calling me and saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing. I've authorized you, you know, this this borrower to do this type of transaction." Um, you know, this brings up a good point. You know, there's a lot of people that are doing transactions, uh, and they still do transactions over the last few years after you know getting a huge scare of you know and, and a, a reality check and how risky mortgages can be. They're still making transactions without the advice of uh, you know their their circle of trust. You know those those people that the CPAs, the CFPs, that that should be you know guiding them through this. Okay. And and I know you agree with this. Is you know that people make some strange money decisions. I saw a guy write off his kid's college tuition on his tax returns. <laughs> you know, it's like we had to wait another year just to get him done because it took away from his income. So people do crazy things. The real estate process is crazy in the first place, and don't complicate it by making like they're going to check your taxes now. Yep. Like. Make sure you have a PDF copy of them. Um, otherwise, you're going to be, you know, Xeroxing your your brains out. So that's one of the things I love about having an accountant is, you know, he, he the CPA. He just does the, you know, PDF and it's always there and it's nice. It's, yeah. um, a lot of self-employed people need to be with, especially if they're doing a transaction in two years, within two years, to go with, go to their CPA and say, um, and their loan agent and have them work together and say, what do I need to qualify for? Because you don't use your gross income on on self-employed. You use your net income. Back in the day of liar loans, did you still have to do um, tax returns? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, it was it was you basically said, I work in this industry. 
Okay. And then they, they you, you'd state an income, and then they would they had a website that they would go to that said, okay, this type of industry to say I'm a you know I'm a plumber for I'm a master plumber or master electrician. How much does that make in this zip code where you live? And it'll it'll set up a dollar amount and a scale, a little chart. And if you fall within a certain variance, you you get the that you'll allow that income. It's crazy. Liar loans were crazy. One of the you know frustrating situations arise. I refinanced an office building that I own, and they wanted to do an appraisal. And what do you think an appraisal would cost? I, I know how much an appraisal costs for a, a commercial property. So okay. it's probably over $1,000. $5,000. Yeah. And it, it's tough because the comparables in that area, nothing sells. It's right next to a courthouse. So once someone buys it, they typically keep it forever. So there's no comparables, and that's why they're jacking up the appraisal fee on it. Um, so they were literally going to do like a, a really personal detailed. Yeah, that's that's something that you, we talked about appraisals and overvalue and and so on. And you know, comparables is a big issue right now with low inventory, um, and that's another reason why people have to be concerned about you know that appraisal. Yeah, thinking about that, you know, the home that I own, it would have tough comparables because it's it's such a unique street. So you go one mile. Half a mile, half a mile away, and it ain't the same. It ain't the same community. I, I, I heard a realtor say that they said, "Well, you're going to pay forty thousand dollars more than the appraised value." He says, "But the but the, the realtor says, but your house now became a comp." <laughs> That's Tony Mendez. You need a loan. You need a refi. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I love this day and age, don't you? A passenger on a JetBlue flight out of Long Beach on Friday had to issue an apology. He had a public outburst that got caught on camera. He, someone shot video of him arguing with another pastor. He threatened to beat. He's heard saying he makes $4 million. If you're fighting with someone who's talking about salary as kind of a weapon, I find that funny. Um, he says, I own six houses. Ooh. Um, all caught on the internet. Careful what you do, people. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Have you heard the horrific story out of Seattle this week about a man being charged with decapitation of a Seattle area mother of three and a nurse? Her body parts, including her head, an arm, and a leg were found in trash bags left inside a recycling bin of a home. A day after she'd gone on a date with a guy to a Seattle Mariners baseball game. Um, internet dating. Welcome to the 21st century. Uh, just insane how little we know about people. Um, three beautiful girls left behind. 
12, 10, and 7. And the thought that's going to be going through their head for years and years to come is, my mom was murdered. Went on a date from online. My mom was murdered. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Yahoo continues to be up for sale. And SoftBank is talking about it. And Verizon's talking about it. And April 18th is the day that Yahoo kind of wants to say, okay, no more bidders. Uh, do they really want to be acquired or not is a big question. Can the company turn itself around? If ifs and buts were candy, and that's, oh, what a party we'd have. One, one store that I hate, and I don't know why I hate it, just it's irrational of me, is Trader Joe's. Uh, just the experience. I, the parking lot, the crazy people in there eating. Like, the, the, the whole experience. I say, if you've got eh, more than six inches of hair growing out your ear, shave it before you go in public. They all go to Trader Joe's. But get this. Good day for me. Trader Joe's has been dethroned as America's favorite grocery store this year. Yay! Uh, So I don't have to hear people talking about it. So who's number one? This is all tied towards food quality, checkout speed, value, customer service. Number one. Publix? Does that sound right? Uh, I've never been in a Publix. Or a Wegmans. So Trader Joe's actually fell to number three. This year, one in five consumers reported that they would not recommend their grocery to a friend or colleague. That's kind of an interesting question. Would you recommend your grocer? See, I, I use like three grocery stores. I use one for meats, because I think they're particularly better quality. One for staples, because they're particularly correctly priced. Um, vegetables and fruits, obviously, pretty important to me. So, But Wegmans, Publix, and Trader Joe's all scored highest in cashier courtesy, store cleanliness, item availability, checkout speed, and specialty department service when compared to other grocers. The biggest trends in supermarkets is prepared meals right now. Some two-thirds of respondents noted that they purchase prepared foods at least once a month, with 19% making these purchases once a week. Too busy to cook yourself. Someone will do it for you. I can't wait until Amazon offers the service that I can literally lay on my couch and they'll come and put food in my mouth. Companies like Blue Apron, they provide ready-to-cook items for consumers. Major competition for grocery stores right now. Uh, They're making a little bit of headway. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. GoPro hired a designer away from Apple, a big industrial designer who worked there for 20-plus years, Daniel Coster. Uh, he contributed. Uh, he's been tied towards patents, tied towards the iPhone 4, the iPad, wireless keypad. Uh, GoPro said the appointment's going to take place in the end of April. He will influence all aspects of design at GoPro in his new role, including hardware and software and services. So I would imagine pretty payday came out of that. Shares of GoPro have fallen 23% this year, but up 19% today on this news. So home prices in San Francisco fell. And 
that's worthy of note. I was talking to the woman who cuts my hair yesterday, and it was kind of, it's not a revelation, but she's in her mid-30s, first marriage didn't work out, got three kids out of it, though, now with a new fiancé who's got a kid, 21st century family, right? But also out of her divorce came a foreclosure, so her credit's ruined. And her and her fiancé have been talking about buying a home, and they need both incomes. And I said, to me, that's going to be a little bit tough because you cut hair. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you're not a W-2 employee, so some months you probably make more than others, right? And uh, she goes, yeah, and you know, we're talking about her foreclosure. And I said, you know, that's not going to be the deal breaker. It's not good, but the further that you get away from it and the, you know, the consistent payments that you've made on everything since then is a plus. And banks are in the business of lending money, and they do want to find a way to lend you money, and they'll charge you a little bit more for it. And, you know, she's spending $4,000 a month on a house as a renter. And obviously she wants to break that cycle. He said, you know, can you come up with a down payment? She goes, no. I said, this is going to be a problem. Um, although there are loans now that are just 3%, and my friend Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source, real good friend of mine, personal friend of mine, family friend of mine, um, uh, that you can get loans now with 3% down. Um, we're starting to get, not speculative, but a little bit more looser with our guidelines on mortgages than we were five, six years ago. So I was telling Tinevee, my person cuts my hair, I'm like, okay, so if you're not going to be able to afford a down payment, maybe on a 30-year mortgage, maybe go with like a seven-year and, and you have a you know better payment, a little cheaper payment, and you could probably put a little bit more on down, right? And she goes, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you got to work with me here. You have a foreclosure. You've got unpredictable income. You have no savings, and she wants a house. And I'm like, where are you going to buy it? Her last house, she bought in American Canyon, which I'm sorry, but I'm not going to say it. it's a, a dump. Stockton is a dump. Stockton is officially being called the armpit of California and not a good armpit. It's a smelly armpit. Um, I want to be mayor of Stockton one day and just bash my own city. I don't know why, but for some reason I like bashing Stockton. I know it's, I'm not very nice and I'm probably going to go to, you know, hell because I, I don't like Stockton. But anyway, um, so I'm like, you can't buy a house again in, you know, I said you might be able to get it cheaper, but you can't buy just because it's cheaper. You have to have some intelligent reasons why you're buying it, like a good school district. And she goes, yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree. So what is she going to do? I said, can you borrow money from grandparents? She goes, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you got to work with me here. Like, she doesn't have enough for down payment, but she wants a house. She doesn't, you know. At some point in time, it's okay to borrow money from grandparents. If they're willing to give it, psh, why not? Thank them. And when they pass, honor them. And if you can pay it back, great. Um, anyway. I'm digressing. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. McDonald's has got Chipotle thank for its next big breakfast item. They're testing in Southern California, San Diego, and parts of L.A. breakfast bowls. One of them is kind of interestingly healthy. Turkey sausage, egg, white spinach, kale, parmesan, 250 calories. Now, there's a more decadent scrambled egg and chorizo bowl weighing in at 460 calories, and it's covered in salsa, pico de gallo, and hash brown. They're testing on 800 markets. It's going to roll out. It's going to be pretty popular. Breakfast bowls aren't the only thing being tested. McDonald's is teaming up with Chobani, i.e. Greek yogurt, trying to come up with the perfect fruit parfait um, that would shave you know, calories from their current smoothies. So McDonald's trying to kick the reputation of, I guess you could say the McRiddle uh, sandwich and the damage it's done people's hearts. Um, I teased 10 stocks, and I didn't tease it kind of like to be like a bait-and-switch kind of guy. I teased it because I want to know more from you, what you want to hear on the show. So drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Do you want to hear you know, the top mutual funds to buy in retirement? Or do you want to know, hey, I got a little extra money laying around, and I wouldn't mind rolling the dice on a stock. Google is on this list. Uh, it's also known as Alphabet. I still hate that. If they would just go back to Google, it would make me happy. But it's currently about a $750 stock, and they see it ranging anywhere from 630 to 1000 They expect Google websites, Morgan Stanley, to accelerate to the fastest growth in 17 quarters, driven by mobile search and YouTube. YouTube is crazy. It is powerful. One key debate seems to be around whether Google margin expectations can continue to expand. They've been doing a great job in the last three quarters. Amazon, and that's why an analyst says, okay, in a bull case scenario, it's going to be a $1,000 stock. In a base case, 900 And it, sometimes it's just the margins. Intel has made so many friggin' fragging semiconductors that... Millions and millions and millions, right? The only way they can drive more profit is by making them for less. It's not like selling an extra 100 is going to help them. But if you can sell millions and millions and millions, you can do well. Amazon's on this list. Worst case scenario, they see 500. Best case scenario, 950 on the stock. It's currently around 600. And the analyst said, Amazon shares do not appropriately price Amazon's e-commerce business, which we see as a major driver of profit improvement near term. In the core, the e-commerce business, Amazon is entering a phase of improving profitability that we believe is sustainable, even as it continues to take a larger share of the global e-commerce pie. I was looking at some of the numbers on just apparel and how much apparel Amazon sells now. They're a major player, and they're not just, you know smoothies being delivered to your house or, you know, 
get uh, a book or you're having a Kentucky Derby party and you get said Kentucky Derby party favors sent to your home. Also on this list is Burlington Stores. Um, it's a department store. Well, they're not really a department store. They're off price. And you probably know companies like Ross and TJ Maxx. Off price is a very sexy category right now. And people want to shop and, you know, they want like a polo Ralph Lauren shirt, but they don't want to go pay full price for it. They want to see that it once was priced at $100 and for whatever reason it didn't sell, now it's priced at 45 People like that. Um, so Burlington is a turnaround story. And you have to think of them in, as in the middle innings of it at this point in time. Can they get their margins? And it's the it's the dreaded EBITDA margins, earnings before interest tax depreciation amortization. They have to get them higher. They're at sub-10%, whereas Ross Stores is at 16%, TJ Maxx at 14%. Um, they could do it a lot of ways with how they source cost leverage, occupancy leverage from higher sales productivity. Uh, if they continue to have margins expand as they had the last two quarters, the stock is cheap and has upside. Right now it's a $55 stock. They see it upside of 72 Canadian National Railway. Toot, toot. Um, I like the Southern Rails myself more so than the Canadian. Um, to me, the Canadians represent too much coal and uh, dirty stuff. You dirty Canadian... Uh, but Morgan Stanley likes it. And in the end, how many railroads can you name? It's like playing that game Monopoly, remember? There's like four. And that's it. They kind of dominate the United States. And we're going to continue to get stuff from trains. It's not going to stop. Uh, they're a lot more cost-efficient than, say, truckers. So truck, we got a great big convoy trucking down the line can pull one, maybe two loads of cargo. A train can pull hundreds and hundreds of loads of cargo. Interestingly on this list is Fitbit. It's a $15 stock. They see potentially a $60 stock. I am not poo-pooing you. They see a potential $60 stock. They see 50% compendial annual growth rate from 2015 to 2020, reaching 530 million units in 2020. Fitbit is well positioned with its dominant share in fitness tracker, strong brand, and over time, the network effect, especially if it builds out its software and services. Now, they see it as a base case 32, which is a double. They see worst case kind of right here at 12 bucks. Now, I had a Fitbit, and it was an enjoyable experience for a month, and then it turned into doesn't even keep time right anymore. What do you mean I have to go resync it to my computer? Um, and it just turned into, yeah. And in that time, I've also gone from, I was slightly interested in the Apple Watch to, yeah. So I don't know if Morgan Stanley's being too optimistic or I'm being too pessimistic, but you get the idea. Have you ever seen a home with air conditioning? And you go outside the home and there's that big big thing of aluminum that has a fan on it and it turns around. 
There's not very many people that make those. One of them is Ingersoll Rand. There's another one called UTC Carrier and Atlas Copco. Um, and all these companies have been restructured and trying to make things right. So they see a player who makes air conditioning units, Ingersoll Rand, potentially as an $80 stock. It's currently at $60. Uh, not a lot of competition. Sherwin-Williams is on the list. Sherwin-Williams is a paint play, a chemicals play. Um, and what's happening there is there's a, a consolidating market, so there's not a lot of players. They have great pricing. They're asset-light cash-generative business. They think investors are underappreciating insurance gross margins. A lot of misunderstandings tied towards the raw material basket. Um, so they like it. I throw it out there as, eh, okay. That's a nice one. It's play on the home for sure. But they have a $370 price target. It's currently about 300 um, so they don't see a lot of downside. Interesting one that you don't hear much about these days is Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Morgan Stanley sees a potential $160 stock. It's currently at 100 Unique market niche of lending to the technology and life sciences market, um, including private equity and venture capital. They provide those companies with above average loan growth opportunities. Their loan growth as a business has averaged 20% in the last decade. A lot better profitability made the company highly asset sensitive. So Silicon Valley Bank, ticker symbol SIVB, um, they're different from their peers. They're basically lending to super wealthy and venture capital markets. And if you watch the show Silicon Valley, you'll appreciate that nationwide. And if you live in the Bay Area, you'll appreciate it as well. You probably even know Silicon Valley Bank. I've been to their offices before. Great, great campus. Zio Group is the last one on the list. And every now and then you read lists like this because you're like, uh, I kind of want to learn. What else is out there? What have I been missing? And they're a provider of bandwidth products and services. Uh, secularly positive trends of data consumption, cloud, wireless network, build-outs, content streaming, third-party outsourcing. I've never heard of the company. Take your symbol Z-A-Y-O, Telco Services. I'll look them up. Take your symbol Z-A-Y-O. Current price is about 24 bucks. They see it as potentially a 42 um, And again, those are all great buzzwords. Data consumption, cloud, wireless network, build-outs, content streaming. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app.
I am Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy when you want to interact with the show. If you think some things I do better than others, that's great. Um, you know, earlier in the show, I talked about Google as maybe an investment. Here's why. Here's one reason why, not the reason why. Um, they got a new CFO last year who did a great job of, of showing us what the company spends money on and letting us know what the company loses money on. And that was important because it's a little bit more transparent. Um, Google was in the news for a Recode article. And I think my job is to get as educated as possible and try to throw some of it out for you. See what sticks, what doesn't stick. Um, I was trying to talk a little bit about Google and one of the initiatives that they recently have gotten into and they said, we want to do this. They want to get into being a service provider for Internet. I find this interesting. Facebook doesn't want to do it. Google does want to do it. Um, they both kind of want global domination, world domination, right? That's the idea. Um, but Google has been laying fiber, and everyone who's heard about this fiber has gone, ooh, for the last five years. But it's like in cities like Kansas City, where uh, um, some cities are suing Google or suing the city to keep Google out. AT&T doesn't want Google to come in and offer Internet service because uh, they offer it faster for cheaper. Now, one of the things that I like about what Google's trying to do is they're trying to come up with broadband wireless into your home. Um, I dated a woman once who, she didn't like wires. She said, can you buy me a Kindle? Because I want to get rid of books. She didn't like clutter. Um, she insisted on having her TV mounted and all the cables hidden behind it. She didn't want to see cables. She didn't want to see plugs. She didn't want to see anything like that. And I found that, like, I'm, I'm not going to say a mental disease, because it's not. Uh, but I found it intriguing. So... Google wants to offer internet service into our homes that's wireless. That's bad news if you're Time Warner, Comcast, AT&T, or Verizon. Uh, they have to solve the problem because in areas like San Francisco, fiber is going to make sense because you get a lot of people really close to each other. In more rural areas, fiber doesn't make any sense, but wireless does. Um... Google's trying to work with connecting wireless towers to existing fiber lines, and it's experimenting with a lot of different wireless technologies right now. But no strategy, no timelines or costs yet known for this. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One area that looks real interesting right now has been stocks that have bond-like qualities. Companies that are considered safe, old, stodgy, Good cash flow, nice yield, dividend. Um, in a world where China's growing at 5%, the U.S. is growing at 2%, the euro is growing at one5 Japan's growing at half of 1%. You know, where are we going to get growth to get margin expansion or multiple expansion? It's tough to argue against a global recession. So a lot of people are hiding in stocks like Bristol-Myers Squibb, Merck, Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, and United uh, Parcel Services. The easiest one for me to talk about that makes sense to all of you would be Johnson & Johnson. 
you know, a company that makes shampoo. Um, are we going to have dirty-headed children around the world next year? Yes. Are we going to have them this year? Yes. Are we gonna ha- did we have them last year? Yes. Are we going to have them in 100 years? Yes. Um, will we come up with something better than shampoo? Of which average person probably only needs to shampoo two to three times a week. I think we overdo it a little bit. Um, you know, one of the maker of diesel jeans talked about how you should never wash your jeans and that it wastes just enormous amounts of water. Uh, fascinating, right? Things that you learn as you get older. Um, but anyway, dividend stocks, very much so still in a sweet spot right now. Bristol-Myers Squibb, Merck, Procter Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, UPS. I don't think you're going to get into a lot of trouble. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.